This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I am your host, Carl Miller, principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC, located on Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. Today's question, what are top do-it-yourself tips for maximizing home value today? Special thanks to our sponsor this month, All Washed Up, offering soft wash, non-abrasive cleaning solutions for your home and property, specializing in roofs, decks, windows, sidewalks, garage doors, and now offering concrete floor and color applications. David Hamill and the crew can make your home's exterior look like new. If your home has some grime, mildew, or algae growth showing, do yourself and your neighbors a favor and give it a clean new look with All Washed Up today. Check out allwashed.com. That's all washed with an E-D at the end, allwashed.com. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. New to the market this week and located on Sheffield Drive, this brick ranch has an updated kitchen complete with granite countertops, beautiful cabinetry, and new or refinished flooring throughout. You'll love the extra deep private carport in the back of the home and easy access to the level backyard. With two driveways, two living areas, a nice addition, and full unfinished basement. This home has plenty to offer and is a great value priced at just $186.9. Visit our website, carlmillerrealty.com, to learn more or call us today. So today's question is, what are the top do-it-yourself tips for maximizing my home value? And in the second half of the show, we'll address the question, why are the homes I'm interested in buying, selling before I can even see it? Joining us in studio today is Lindsay Murrell. Murrell. Merrill. 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 Close. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm so embarrassed. Merrill. It's fine. Our marketing director, our amazing marketing director who puts up with my mispronunciations <laughs> uh, at Carl Miller Realty. Lindsay, good morning. Good morning. It's good to be here. What a beautiful week this has been. Almost spring temperatures. I love it. And now I it's raining again, but at least it's not freezing rain or sleet. Yes. I'm done with the winter weather. That was fun. Well, it was kind of fun while it lasted, and, and now I'm ready for flowers yeah. to bloom. I think Sa- it'd be great. Says the Florida girl. Yeah. I I love the warmth. I, I, yeah, I hear you. I like warm, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's sort of this uh, dilemma. You know, you can always, um, you know, when it's, when it's warm, you, you know, you can, you can always shed down some clothes. With winter, you can always pile more clothes on, but hey, I'll take the warm all day long. Yeah. It was fun to see people out jogging and walking on the sidewalks. People were right. friendly this week. Yeah, they were happy again. They were waving. Sunny, warm. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it kind of puts the uh, COVID cares behind us too. Yes. I'm just so excited. It feels like we're getting back to a sense of normalcy when you can just see people outside yes. having fun. It's lovely. It is. Anyway, well, we are talking about tips specifically for do-it-yourself homeowners, or do-it-yourself homeowner tips, I should say, that, that owners can implement when even this spring, to increase their home's value. And Lindsay, you you're, you do a lot of research, and you did some research, mm-hmm. and combined with a few things that I've experienced today, we wanted to kind of put together a show, top 10 tips mm-hmm. that we can uh, do, you know, homeowners can do right now just to really help maximize their home's value. And Remodel Magazine, Remodeling Magazine, put out a 2020 annual cost versus value report that got released recently. And the average return for resale for home improvements, if you were to resell within a year, 
it's, it's it, it averages 63.7% of a project's cost. And now that's a that's an average return and that's assuming paying contractors full labor and material prices and and of course selling it as soon as the work is completed. Mm-hmm. But not all remodel uh, projects are created equally. For example, and I know this just from experience, and if you install new windows, there's a huge benefit for a homeowner. New windows look amazing, and they help a home's curb appeal, and, and they do create a fast sale. I love to right. market whenever I list a house that has new windows. I mm-hmm. definitely market that because buyers appreciate it. But but the reality is you only get between 60 and 80% of that cost back. So unless a homeowner uh, is going to be listing a house that has windows that are just completely inoperable, or you know, just definitely don't function properly, or the owner themselves has the skills to install their own windows, saving only about 60% cost to dollar to install probably is not worth doing mm-hmm. uh, if your intent is to sell the house for maximum dollar. But, but there are things that owners can do just to really help create max dollar and get, and get a 100 to 400 or 500% return on their mm-hmm. investment. So we want to talk about those today. Yeah. I'm excited. You you came up with some great great and you got this from a couple of articles. We combined a few things, but we right. we've done you've done some research, and I appreciate the the prep yes. you do for our show here. So I'll just say this: first first impressions count. So one of the very mm-hmm. first things we can do. What's one of the first things? And we've talked about this before. Yes. First things a seller can do. Got to clean and declutter clean, the house. Yeah. It's always a good idea. <laughs> clean, 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 and clean. you know what? When when doing that, you make the interior of your home shine, and. Yes. Uh, you know, buyers walk in if it smells good and looks good. Mm-hmm. You, you, buyers tend to say, "Wow!" and look how well they've maintained their house. Yes, so. not how am I going to get a cleaner in here as soon as I buy this house? Right. You know, that's not a great a great thought, great right. impression. And I know this. I, I live in a house with uh, two kids, and sometimes you just—I mean, as an owner myself, I get behind. Mm-hmm. Or my wife and I, we just get behind, and you can feel overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. just a tip I would have: if you really want to make your house good, by the way. Deep cleaning uh, makes your life easier, and it also has been proven to decrease anxiety for mm-hmm. folks coming into their home. Like, right. you walk into a clean, uncluttered house, it's like you have this great feeling of peace, and I don't know, it just yeah. feels better as opposed to feeling anxious. Right. That's why everyone gets in the spring cleaning mood, you know, after yeah. they've been cooped up inside and yeah. then they clean it. They're like, oh, I like this place again. Yeah. This is nice. So one tip that I that I found is if you block out some time or set aside time and plan to either, you know, plan a time to do it or or even better yet, bring a friend over. Hopefully you mm-hmm. got a friend you can bring over or, or a family member, maybe, maybe, maybe one of your siblings or your mom or somebody else in your family. Mm-hmm. If you have that blocked out and you know that person's coming, it just helps motivate you to get started. I right. find that sometimes the hardest thing about cleaning is just getting started. Mm-hmm. And yes. the other thing we can do is just hire a professional cleaner to come and do the deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. But it does motivate you to get things off the floor and get the house prepped before the cleaner gets there. Yes, so that's true. That's my little tip for you if you're having trouble getting motivated to get started with that. That's great. So first tip, deep clean and declutter. Second tip, which I, I find this is a really good one, is paint the interior. Fresh mm-hmm. coat of paint goes a long way when it comes to buyer impressions. And I find, as a real estate professional, it's the most cost-efficient improvement you can do. Mm-hmm. You can really change the feel of a house with a with a new with a new coat of paint. It's so true. And you can change the whole. Um, you can just change the whole atmosphere mm-hmm. by changing the color and. Yeah, and that's a pretty cheap thing. It, you know, a, a can of paints what forty dollars maybe. It really yeah exactly. I, I have a line that I say sometimes to sellers, you know, paint in a can, it's worth $40, but on a wall, it's worth $2,000. Right. It can make a huge difference. Yes. And uh, 
if you're going to resell your house, stick to some neutral colors when choosing your paint. So mm-hmm. it just appeals to the largest number of people. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, I'll say this as a tip, you know, it's, it's time consuming to paint, but it's the easiest and cheapest thing you can do. It really makes a huge positive impressions on buyers. And, and typically, like I said, painting, you can get, honestly, you can get 10 X back or, you know, for the, for the investment you put in, it'll, it'll increase your value based mm-hmm. on your material cost and time, you know, it's, it's, it's well worth it to paint. Yes. Third thing, you'd mentioned spring cleaning already, but let's look at the outside of the house. What do you have for number yes. three there? Um, spruce up your yard. This mm. is one of my favorite things to do in the spring because, mm-hmm. you know, everything has already died. So it's time to replace some flowers. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to add some new mulch. Right. Add some summer Absolutely. foliage. Absolutely. The, the grass is going to start to turn green mm-hmm. on its own. And then just complement that green mm-hmm. with a couple of, uh, you know, little touches on your yard. Yes. Um. I have a couple of tips that I found that some sellers have, you know, that I've just observed over the years. If you're looking to get your house on the market, edge the driveway. If you've got a gravel driveway, make it a nice clean edge. You rake in the loose gravels. You know, the gravels always get scattered into the grass. Just bring that back out. Set all that loose stones in a straight line. If you've got a paved driveway, put an edge on it. Get a nice edger. It's worth it. I know it's a little bit of time, but just do that. And, and if you've got existing flower beds, throw some fresh mulch down. It just makes a mm-hmm. huge. And plus, it smells nice too. It does. It smells like, uh, like you said, like spring. Like spring. Like yeah. spring and growth. Yeah. Get a couple of uh, you know fresh, um, low low uh, low profile shrubs to put in. Just you know fresh green, mm-hmm. fresh flowers. Mm-hmm. Makes a big. That's a yeah. first impression thing as people drive in the driveway. It is. It's easy. It's very easy. Uh, number four. Add lighting. Add lighting to your house. Brighten up your home without breaking the bank by just simply, you know, opening up the blinds or curtains, you know, kind of let that natural light come in through your windows. If you have skylights, make sure they're clean. You know, sometimes that involves even getting up on your roof to get the outside of them, but just get up there on a stepladder, clean the interior of those skylights. If you've got fixtures hanging from the ceiling, get get rid of the eyesores if they're dated. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if I told you this, but Alice and I, we just... Uh, purchased we we bought a house it's not that old but the the hanging lights over the kitchen bar and our dining table just weren't modern yeah and we got some nice new ones and it cost about 350 bucks to replace those three fixtures but just made it it makes a huge difference in the way the house looks yeah it really does And my wife just loves her kitchen even more now that's even better exactly (laughs) i'll say this one of my uh pet peeves if you will can I rant a little bit? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> it's when I'm showing a house. And, you know, in wintertime, it could start earlier, too. So a mm-hmm. lot of after-hour showings. And if I go into a house and I'm flipping on light switches, and either, A, the lights don't come on, or, B, they come on and they're one of these really bad low-wattage bulbs, especially, like, in a basement or a room that has, like, dark paneling or dark colors. Right. And you just can't see. Yeah. Drives me good. crazy. Maybe it's just me, the old man in my 40s now, complaining about my eyesight. I don't know, but... If, I don't know. If you can have bright and light, it just sells so much better. So so my tip to you as a, as a homeowner is if you're getting ready to sell your house, make sure that all your light switches uh, turn on light bulbs. If there's a burned out mm-hmm. bulb, replace it and put a bright wattage bulb mm-hmm. in there. Put a high wattage bulb in. And if you have low wattage bulbs now for energy savings, I get that. But but replace them with, with uh, bright lights. It'll make your room pop and, and lighting sells. A good photographer will tell you the, the lighting is everything in making a good photograph happen. So... You know, the same is true with a buyer impression walking through your house in real time. Have mm-hmm. bright light. Yeah, that's great. And if it's during the daytime, open up those window blinds and just let that light come in. Another tip, refresh your bathroom. <laughs> Outdated and in, in, in the words of uh, uh, an author here, boring bathroom fixtures in quotes just really take <laughs> away from the room's style and feel. Mm-hmm. G- give your bathroom a quick refresh. And, and honestly, one of the easiest things you can do 
is replace your knobs and pulls on your vanity cabinetry or, yeah, or cupboards. That is easy. It's it's so easy and it makes a big difference. Uh, I, and I'll just say this knob replacement, that's a real thing. Replace them with bright and clean modern pools. Right now, you know, brushed nickel or, or polished chrome is, is kind of trending. And, and polished chrome just makes a, mm-hmm. a handle pop. And uh, try to match up with the fixtures that you got. So if you got oil rub bronze fixtures, match it up with that. If you have a, a chrome or a um, a brushed nickel fixture, just match up your your existing fixtures with uh, with a pool. It can make a big difference. Yeah. And you know you can do the same thing with even your interior doors, and and if you want to go a step further and replace the hinges uh, as well with a more modern color, if you've got the older style um, or a dated style of handle. Uh, now, if it's an old house with the glass handles, leave that. Those, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, those that's, are cool. That's cool architecture. All right, number another is this number six? Uh, overhaul your closet. Overhaul your closet. Yes. For one thing, you'll appreciate it if you yes. open up your closet door mm-hmm. and you have room and you can see your clothes there. That means for a lot of us, I lived in a ranch house that was built in 1958 for years and years. And one of the frustrations there was. I was always changing out my clothing and running it downstairs or putting it in storage because mm-hmm. I had very limited selection on top there. But I know this, if you have less clothes in there than you think you need, then you can actually see what you're getting. And plus it keeps your clothes in better condition. Yes. But another tip, you have a closet organizer system you found that you thought was good. Uh, tell us about that a little bit. If you organize your closets with a, yeah. a resource. So I think you get them at Home Depot. Those mm-hmm. like easy closets. Easy closets. And yeah. you just put them together. Right. Like they, you just pick which section you want mm-hmm. and you put them in your closet and mm-hmm. it looks like a professional did it, which is awesome. Right. Just for fun. I kind of Googled closet organizer systems and there's a lot of great ideas for mm-hmm. just maximizing the space. There really are. And you can keep your closet looking clutter free yeah. and organized. And just so you know, my tip is people will open up your closet doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if you get buyers coming into your house, they're going to look at your closet. So give them something to smile about instead of saying or thinking, ew. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want you. You don't want you. No. All right. Another another tip is to refinish or paint your kitchen cabinets. So we're kind of going back to the painting again, but Mm -hmm. we're talking specifically about a kitchen. And this is going to be a little bit more of a time consuming project. But kitchens sell houses. And the best way to, if you've got a dated kitchen with, you know, maybe the original pine type cabinets, the best way to do that is to remove your cabinet doors. You're going to patiently sand away that finish and then giving it a paint. Mm-hmm. White and bright, maybe not bright white, but white and lighter cabinets mm-hmm. do really sell right now. That's what's trending in kitchens. And right. it just will transform the feel of your house. This is a very um, more time consuming project but light and bright does sell today so and if you want to keep the original cabinets that you have again go back to what we talked about with bathrooms and replace the pools maybe the door that makes such a difference it 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 does it can really pop do you think painting is better than replacing your cabinets you know it's kind of a case by case it's it's time consuming yeah but the answer is it's more cost efficient and most homeowners can do it themselves Whereas if you're replacing cabinets, that that gets a little bit more yeah. complicated. And most people hire a contractor for that. So right. our goal today is to make it DIY. And right. for that reason, it'll definitely save you a lot of money. And yeah. it still can give a great, great yeah. impression. You'll get a higher return on your investment. The, the, the trade-off is you're giving up your time. That's true. So replacing floors, that's the other. So the two things you can do that that are kind of major and make a huge impression is painting and flooring. And so replacing the floors mm-hmm. is on this list. And Again, this can be one of those things that seems like a daunting idea. It's a daunting task. But 
there's people can do this. You can do mm-hmm. this yourself. It can be done on a budget, and, if, and you might need to buy a couple tools. But honestly, it's if you if you have the time to do it, it's worth the time to remove in your existing carpet or other floor material. Prepare the space, but yourself, and then put on a new flooring. There's mm-hmm. lots of easy to install floors today that make a huge difference right. in the way a room feels. That luxury vinyl plank. It's such a, yeah. It's great. It is great. It's durable and it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Okay. So my tip is like paint, flooring will almost always give you a plus return on your on your cost. Most times it's two to four times worth it. A couple more tips we have. Uh, we want to just wrap up with one is a kitchen appliances. Kitchen appliances are more expensive, but kitchen sell homes. And at minimum, make sure all the appliances work properly. Give them a really good cleaning. Mm-hmm. If you have magnets or, refri- or pictures on your refrigerator, remove those, and uh, that just shows off your clean work. And then mm-hmm. lastly, this is a bigger one, remove popcorn ceilings. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Take them down. <laughs> flat finish ceilings are definitely trending right now, and mm-hmm. it's a project. But I tell you, flat finish ceilings prevent a home from feeling dated. If you have them, and, and especially if they need to be painted anyway, it's worth at least considering Doing that project, it is dirty and it's a time-consuming project. And, and you might even need to get some drywall mud, feathering, and sanding mm-hmm. prior to the painting. In fact, you probably will. And if you're not comfortable with this, then consider hiring a pro. But those yeah. are our top 10 tips. They are. DIY. Yeah. Huge return it, on investment, every right. one of those. Get your home ready to sell. When we come back, we're going to explore the question of what – we're going to explore the question of how does our market compare to last year and to the states on the western half of the country. Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller, broker owner of Carl Miller, Carl Miller Realty LLC. Joined in studio with Lindsay Merrill, marketing director for Carl Miller Realty. What is happening in the market right now? A client recently asked me why every home they're interested in seeing is selling before they can even get there. And while it may feel that way today, and the marketplace is certainly favorable for sellers, I want to cover three topics this segment that will give a little bit of perspective. Number one, what's happening right now in Greater Lynchburg compared to last year, 12 months ago? Number two, how is Lynchburg, Virginia faring compared to our countrymen west of the Rocky Mountains? And third, based on these facts, what action steps can home buyers and sellers take when moving today? So we're at the end of two months of 2021. We are one-sixth of the way through the year already, Lindsay. It's That's amazing. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's almost Here's, March. It's almost March. So here we are uh, today, single-family homes in Bedford, Campbell, Amherst, Lynchburg City. Last year at this time, of all prices, there were there were 430 single-family homes for sale. This excludes the townhomes and condos, but 430 homes were on the market. And 12 months later, here we are today, we're less than half of that amount. So a 50% drop in available homes. That might not sound like too tremendous amount, but if you if you're a buyer and you want to be in a specific elementary school district, say with a, within a $50,000 price range. And, and last year, there might have been 10 houses for you to look at. And mm-hmm. today, that means there's only five to choose from. But from a statistical standpoint, since buying a home is a process of elimination, instead of having the ability to buy, to eliminate nine homes like you did last mm-hmm. year at this time, you only have the ability to eliminate four homes right now. So that's a yeah. 90% down to 80% drop that you can eliminate. And, and the numbers even get crazier if there's only one or two houses. Right. So just statistically, as the market continues to get pinched, it feels exponentially worse. Uh, so, so I'll say that even though the supply is down, I want to point out that there's a lot of pending sales. In fact, the amount mm-hmm. of homes that are under contract is twice of that, twice that amount of the actual 
active homes. So while you can look at the scarcity side and, and kind of freak out like, oh my gosh, I don't have much to choose from, understand that because there's so many pending homes, that means that homes are coming on. They're just selling as soon as they come on almost. Mm -hmm. So homes are still coming on. We don't have this crisis to where there is no homes for sale. It's just that they're selling fast. But the good news for us in Lynchburg is homes are coming on mm -hmm. the market. There is a pinch. But what what are buyers and sellers experiencing in other states? And and as crazy as it feels here, it is way tighter in other markets. In fact, just even in Louisville, which isn't that far away, they have we have twice as many homes pending as actually on the market. But in Louisville, just was on the phone with a friend of mine from there earlier this week, and and they have four times the amount of pending sales oh as they're on the market. So. Again, you can look at the scarcity side, like, oh my gosh, I don't have a choice. But the, but the reality is homes are hitting the market every day. Mm -hmm. So homes are still coming on the market. But what's happening in Denver and Reno and Portland and Seattle, Silicon Valley and San Diego of California, those markets are really tight. So just for example, in Denver, I was talking with a realtor friend, Will Davis, out there in Denver. And, and for them, when a house comes on the market, they will get between 10 and 20 offers on that house within 48 hours. And he is seeing houses sell up to $100,000 above list price, and buyers are just waiving the appraisal. Or they're saying, we'll wow. get it appraised, but if there's an appraisal gap between what the purchase price is and the, and our, and the um, appraisal value, yeah. the, the sellers, I mean, buyers are just covering that difference in cash. And Boise, Idaho, the same thing is happening there with many buyers paying between thirty dollars and $60,000 above the asking price. I think most revealing, I was on a conference call this week with some top agents. I have a business coach, and she arranged for uh, us, some of, about 60 of us. We were together on a Zoom call, and the topic was, how do you get your buyer's offers accepted, among other things. And we mm -hmm. were doing these breakout rooms on, on Zoom. And uh, his advice to buyers who don't want to miss out on a home they find in Portland right now is, you offer 50. Now, keep in mind, Portland's about $700,000 sales price average, 650 mm -hmm. to 700. He says here, if, if a buyer wants a house, they love it. They offer $50,000 above the list price. But then they tell the seller, sign my offer right now and we'll give you another $50,000. So <laughs> they're basically building in $100,000 above list price, wow. but they're doing it in such a way that there's a time sensitive offer. Yeah. And he says it's working because they were willing to pay that anyway. So. Average sales price out there, like I said, is north of six fifty. But if you even if you think about that, that's on a seven hundred thousand dollar home, you pay a hundred thousand above. That's a fifteen percent above listing price. Right. Um, even in wow. Canada, I got a friend up there in uh, uh, Amy Layton, who's just just in the Niagara Falls market. Those homes are selling above list price. Some as high as a hundred thousand dollars above. Dallas Fort Worth, same thing is happening in Dallas. They're in uncharted territory there. Yeah. Bill Studham is an agent out there and he said he had two sales just in the last two weeks that sold above a hundred thousand higher on uh, a five hundred and sixty thousand dollar listing and a nine hundred and seventy five thousand dollar listing. So again, yeah. looking at percentages that reflects about ten to twenty percent above the ask price. Salt Lake City, same thing, serious shortage of homes. And uh, Linda Trawrig in Northern California said last month the home in her market sold $600,000 above asking price. <laughs> I in her thought she wrote that wrong. You didn't. No, it's 600 grand. 000. Now, I don't know what the ask price was on that, but I know it's pretty common for homes out there to be, you know, four, north of $4 million. So, so 600000 is nothing. Yeah, well, it's still, you know, 15 or 20 percent, <laughs> you know, so, you know, 15 percent. So in Lynchburg, we actually have seen in our office even recently several houses sell between 5 and 12 percent above the list price. 
But I looked this I looked uh, this week, and by far the majority are selling between 99 and 103 percent. 105 percent isn't uncommon, but so while it is a fast-paced market, it's not crazy. It's not like the West Coast where it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess good. my advice would be for buyers, take comfort, you know, because homes are still coming on the market. They're mm-hmm. still rotating on. I think there's a pent-up supply of houses that are going to come on the market. And for a buyer with patience and persistence, you too can find a great home right now as right. a buyer. Yeah. So what can you do? What steps you can take without... And I'll just say, without giving away our best secrets, (laughs) the best advice we can give you is to hire a local expert with a strong, connected network of relationships. You know, Mm -hmm. this is a relationship business in the real Mm -hmm. estate world. And uh, hire somebody who can dedicate their time and energy full time in serving you. Today, more than ever, it's just critical to have a trusted advisor on your side who can market your house correctly if you're a seller, siphon through the offers that are in your best interest, and on the buy side, can quickly get you into a new listing, you know, as they come online. Right. I think that I think that over the next sixty days, we're going to see a, a lot of houses come on the market. There's a lot of sellers we're talking to that are getting ready to list, but they're right. waiting to list until the last minute because they know homes are selling fast. Right. And normally, yeah. we would see a lot more houses come on the market in February and March because they're thinking, okay, we're going to move in June. Right. And now, with the speed of the market, they're waiting a little longer to put their house on the market, but. Rest assured, there are more homes coming on the market. It, mm-hmm. It's coming. It's, it's going to happen soon. So don't, don't stress if the house that you really want is not on the market today. And I want to just let you know, I'm here to be a resource. I'm looking for sellers who want to capitalize on top prices today, but we want to do it in a wise way. You know, not all mm-hmm. people who are wanting to sell should immediately, and not all buyers should buy right now. But there are a lot of sellers who feel apprehensive, and they know that they really should move forward this spring with the move. And, and we're here to help. We're here to help ease the apprehension and just be mm-hmm. a trusted advisor and guide. And I personally would love to help you or your coworker or neighbor or family member who needs to make the right choice in housing right now by providing clarity and just a pathway forward, just a real good, concise uh, knowledge pool that they can make a good decision mm-hmm. so they can get where they want to go. So summarizing this segment, in Lynchburg, there's 50% fewer homes for sale. There's 30, 38% more homes selling per month than, than last year at this time. In markets west of the Rockies, homes are typically selling 5 to 20% above price. And while we are in new territory, we are not freaking out over here at Carl Miller Realty. We know what's going on, and we have strategies and successful track record to help you or your friends or family members succeed with their housing dreams this spring. Next week, I'm going to be talking about why I think, contrary to some popular YouTubers, there will not be a housing crash in the fourth quarter of 2021. I've been hearing some chatter, I've been watching and listening to some of these experts in quotes, and <laughs> I have some uh, rebuff to some of the information that's uh, going around right now on YouTube. Can't wait. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right, so that's next week. We have a bizarre fact, right? We do. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. In the early 1900s, Sears sold mail-order houses that would be put together much like Lego pieces out of a box, and it's estimated that almost 70% are still standing to this day, and one of them sold for over a million dollars in Washington, D.C. in 2016. So they might even be worth more now, but crazy. They were sold in little kits. They're not crazy. A, there was a few of those in Lynchburg. Really? Uh, that's what I'm told. I, this is before my time. But well, well yeah. <laughs> a realtor a realtor told me about one that sold recently and I, I need to see if I can try to They down look that really cool. They I do. found like the 
kits for them, like the pictures online. You can Google them. It's very interesting. I'll have to try to track down that address. I know yeah. there's a few of those sold in Lynchburg here. That's, That's really awesome. cool. Thanks for sharing that yeah, fun yeah. tip. <laughs> House in a kit. House in a kit. If you have real estate questions you want answered on air, send your questions to radio at carlmillerteam.com or any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show, your local, caring, competent, trusted advisor for all things real estate. Special shout out to our sponsor this month, All Washed Up. Give allwashedup.com a visit and get them to price you out for giving your home a new look. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for another morning of The Carl Miller Show. 